up, everybody? And welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 32, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, Founder Numero Dos, Ben. On the good old Twitter. Baseball. Ben, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, I'm better now that I'm on the good old Twitter. How are you, Justin? Good, man. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for the very, very warm welcome. Glad to be here. Absolutely, man. Good to see you're back from digging holes. Uh, yeah, so realistically, um, I hate digging, and I hate manual labor. Okay. Nope. Hey, did you just hear that radio call from no. the ball game that's on? No. Yeah, Braves pitcher Ricky Vaughn just struck out three pitches. Let's see who's on deck next. Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Good evening, Sam. Hello. Welcome. Thank you very much. It's good to be here again. Uh, indeed. Welcome, Sam. Most appreciated. I'm, uh, I'm glad that you were able to follow up such a glorious at-bat. Yeah, Ricky Vaughn can go to hell. He might be the piece of shit for the episode. <laughs> Whoa, right out of the gate, huh? <laughs> yeah. For anyone younger than the age of 30 in our audience, Ricky Vaughn was the character that Charlie Sheen played in the film Major League from 1989, starring Tom Berenger and a bunch of other actors. So you, you know that, but you don't know about Weekend at Bernie's. I'm very familiar with Weekend at Bernie's. I've just never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I know can you be concept? that familiar with it <laughs> oh come on I, I've never seen Jaws 3 but I have a pretty fucking good idea what happens <laughs> you have no idea what happens there's a twist yes big twist is Richard Dreyfus even anywhere close to that the third, the third one no it all no. downhill from the first one well I know that um, the, um, the third one is also the last appearance of um, Roy Schneider, or whatever his name is, the Chief Brody. Oh, He's yeah. in the first three. Yep. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Welcome back, Jaws everybody. Trivia. It is uh, great to have some Jaws trivia there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to tell you, when I'm describing my father, very, very high on that list is he's like the shark fisherman from Jaws, Quint. Yeah. Holy shit. You have absolutely told me that before. Yeah. It's true, man. I don't think that he was on the USS Indianapolis when it sank in 1945, (laughs) but he may have been, having been born in 1949. Give it up for Dale. That's right. It's good stuff. Man, I've been way too deep into some of this conspiracy theory bullshit. Okay. Tell me about this rabbit hole you have found yourself in. So I've, so I've, to, to start this off, I've seen this stuff before like i this is not the first time i've heard about so what i specifically got stuck on was the denver airport conspiracy and for those that don't know you should just go look it up it's it's a wild thing but there's some pretty big conspiracies around like what's really going on at the denver airport so anyway i kind of got sucked down this rabbit hole and then it's kind of led me to check it out into some other ones and it's just been uh been pretty wild i've also come up with a couple of my own so I can't wait to hear it, but you just reminded me of a meme I saw last week when it's like when people are trying to say things like we fake the moon landing, just turn it back on them and say, you believe in the moon? <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, so part of the whole thing about the Denver airport is the fact that it's like it's massive. It's it, You could fit two Manhattans, the island of Manhattan, you could fit two of those inside the Denver airport. It is 54 square miles big. That'd be a lot of Yankees fans in Colorado. It would. And we know we don't like Yankees fans around here. Correct. Um, so, like, so a lot of different things have happened that have, like, caused this kind of, like, talk or whatever. But um, just the fact that – so I started looking into the numbers a little bit. And, like, so Atlanta's airport is the busiest airport in the world. It carried yeah. 107 million passengers in and out of its doors last year. Way Denver, to go, Atlanta. Denver ranks 20th, yet the Atlanta airport is like 17 square miles big, not 54. Jeez. So I have a theory 
I think you guys will both appreciate this. Remember that Malaysian flight that went down like three oh years ago that just like disappeared? MH370, bro. <laughs> yeah, tie those two together. I fucking dare you. Oh, yeah. That plane's at the, the Denver airport. At what point does this become libel? <laughs> There's no libel here. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Think about it. I think it. my... My favorite Denver airport conspiracy theory is that if you look at the Google like satellite view of it, is the runways make a swastika? <laughs> yeah, that's part oh, of it too. Shit. That's part of it too. That's just really poor planning. Really is. It really is. Anyway, so I got sucked down the rabbit hole and But you know what? I actually did watch um some National League baseball this weekend. On Sunday, I had to go by my parents' house and my dad had on the Brewers Braves massacre that was happening. Oh, man. Um and I gotta tell you, like it was utterly fantastic. I just watched the eighth inning there, and I wanna say it Milwaukee hung like seven runs on the Braves. <laughs> oh boy. And it was absolutely beautiful. I felt bad for the dude in the um uh, uh, I think his name's Billy Brewer, the Brewer mascot, because he just as soon as he slid down for a home run, he had to run back up the stairs. And- <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. They Better than making him do wall sits or something. <laughs> exactly. 19-year-old farm boy alcoholic in the, in the big suit. <laughs> Soaking wet. <laughs> yep. So great. So great. Yeah, man. I, uh, I feel like I caught a ton of baseball this weekend, though. It was, oh yeah, kind of nice. Yeah, watched. Uh, actually, I saw that Cleveland game last night that I sent to both of you guys, where they were up seventeen to nothing in the uh, in the fourth. Dude, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It ended up like nineteen to two or something like that. Was wow. it the um? Uh... Wait, did I mess up? I think I messed up. I think in the movie Major League, isn't that about the Indians, not the Braves? It is. God damn it. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Twins, Indians. It's all know, the same. Indians, Braves. It's all pretty kind, much the same team. It's all kind of racist. You know? The twins? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Justin's like, have you been to Minnesota? <laughs> City of brotherly love and racism. Something like that, yeah. It's what they I don't know if they're trying to build themselves that way though, is the only thing. Y'all want to hear a cool baseball story uh, that happened over the 4th of July? Yeah. Uh, Major League uh, Dodgers affiliate, I want to say in Tulsa, maybe? Somewhere in uh, flyover country, uh, they had like a 98-year-old World War II vet throw out the first pitch. Sure did. It was a heck of a heck of a fastball from about 12 feet away. Dude, uh, dude got a little mustard behind it. Was it a strike? Um, you know what? The dude probably got his warm up by throwing grenades at Nazis. I'm gonna give him a strike. <laughs> yep. Right. I really yes. thought you, I, Ben. I thought you were gonna tell the story about how some uh, the little Red Sox fan came and ragged on you about your hat. Oh my God! Yes, oh, I forgot about that. So <laughs> I met our our neighborhood has like a summertime sort, not a carnival, but like a family event thing, bounce houses. So I'm in line with one of my kids for face painting. Uh, they were getting their face painted, not me, worth noting. Um, and as I'm walking up, this kid, he couldn't have been more than nine years old. I'm wearing my new Rangers hat, feeling pretty good about it. He looks up at me and goes, go Red Sox. And then he just walks away to go get a Popsicle. <laughs> and it made me wonder if Justin has a son out there. I was just about to say, this is Justin's kid in like 10 years. Yep, right? no yes. doubt about it. <laughs> just had to stir up bullshit. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Like if I was in Boston wearing a Rangers cap, I would totally expect it. Like, but we're sitting like smack dab in the middle of North Texas. (laughs) And, you know, I was probably one of 30 people wearing Rangers apparel at that thing. And I don't know if I just look like a pushover or what, but I was the mark that this kid decided to walk up to and start talking trash. Did Did you retort? Well, at first I didn't hear him. Like I thought I heard him and I said, what? And he had already like started his smug little walk away. So he turned around almost as though I insulted his favorite Ninja Turtle. He looked at me in his <laughs> little, you know, mucus covered nose, looked right up at me and said, uh, go Red Sox. And then walked away before I could get in some sort of crippling, crippling crack about oh, the Easter man. bunny. 
could have pulled the Joe Dirt and said, yeah, that's right. Walk away, hard ass. <laughs> there's like a movie. Line for face painting. <laughs> ben gets kicked out of this 4th of July event. Doesn't even drink, and this guy's got to be drunk. Get him out of here. <laughs> like the HOA just bans me. <laughs> it's a good thing you're moving anyway, right? That's right. Oh, man. All right, Ben, do you have anything on the old typewriter there or the old uh, telegraph? Yeah, let me see. Uh, let me see if I have anything in from Western Union. Oh, this one actually comes in from the Pony Express. Here we go. Tired of not having the right pair of pants to wear? Worried about that coffee stain? Why not try Robinson Chirino Stone Wash Chinos? <laughs> Venezuela's native son is proud to bring you the latest. <laughs> The latest line of pants, slacks, and generic trouser synonyms. Find one at your local leg sleeve establishment today. Make sure to catch an all-star break deal. Back to you, Justin and Sam. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. That's that great. is so good. Leg <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, solid. made you laugh in the middle. <laughs> so good. You said Chirinos. I knew exactly what you were going to say. No, the uh, one of my kids yesterday <laughs> taking a bath, and they go, "Daddy, why don't you roll up your leg sleeves and put your feet in the bathtub?" And I'm like, That's the <laughs> thing you could have said, "I'm going to work leg sleeves into my next ad read." Uh, by the way, for those of you that want a tug twister, try saying Robinson Chirino Stonewashed Chinos five times fast. <laughs> oh man, that's good. I love it. Well done, Ooh, sir. Boy. Well done, sir. That's why I pre-record them. There's no way I could get through that. No way. I'm here oh, all week, man. folks. It's good. All right. So we have to debut the music for Sam's Piece of Shit Corner. All right. I'm super ready. Sam, have you heard this? I have not. So maybe I mute myself so I don't laugh over it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You're right, not ready. All right. Are we ready? Super ready. This is Paul Ramham from WBAT in Cincinnati. We interrupt this regular schedule of programming to bring you this breaking news bulletin. It appears that people have been called pieces of shit from around the globe. Baseball players in particular seem to be the main target. However, no person, concept, or universe is exempt from this cruel but very usual punishment. The perpetrator has been identified as the great Sambino. Police have confirmed that he is still at large and about to take his piece of shit corner. Ding, ding, ding. Huge piece of shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. That, that is the intro music for the piece of shit corner. Wow. I'm honored. Thank you for spending countless hours on that. I have no doubt. Sadly, less time than you would think. It, it was more just thinking of the idea. <sighs> for what it's worth. Huge props to J-Mac on this one. Not only does he put together these great themes, he also is uh, the gentleman in charge of producing these fine episodes of the greatest little podcast in the world. So with that in mind, thank you, Justin. Sam, let's hear what you got. Yeah. So first in the piece of shit corner is Bud Norris. Yes. Bud Norris is a reliever for the St. Louis Cardinals with a career war of 5.8, a career ERA of 4.44, and a whip of 1388. He's also a big piece of shit. He's a loathsome, lowly, yellow-bellied piece of shit because currently he is uh, entangled in this sort of hazing situation with uh, fireball reliever Jordan Hicks. Yeah. For those of you who don't know Jordan Hicks, he throws 105 miles per hour regularly. He um, only drinks with, fireball whiskey? God, that would be that would be pretty ball, baller, right? I could see it. Um. He does not, but he should. But, so, so he's just getting bullied by, by him or what? What's going yeah, on Yeah, Bud Norris, Bud Norris is the ringleader of this very um, hazing-centric culture in the bullpen. Um, and it's not very nice. Like, nobody really likes Bud Norris to begin with. And then someone like Jordan Hicks, who has, like, true star potential, kind of speaks up about it. And he's kind of getting slapped down, smacked down by uh, Mike Matheny and the ownership. And Bud Norris is just kind of, ruling with an iron fist in the in the bullpen there in, in St. Louis. So he's a real piece of shit. Also, just not a really good pitcher anymore. No. Mike Matheny's lost control of that team. Which brings me to my second piece of shit, Mike Matheny. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
Mike Matheny, career war of negative 0.4, career batting average of 239, OPS 637 with 4,000 plate appearances. Um, He is not only allowing uh, the bullpen to be run by this fucking asshole Bud Norris, he's also allowing management and ownership to be really uh not nice to a lot of their players you look at what they're doing with dexter fowler they're they're publicly and openly like shaming their players uh with varying degrees of of rightfulness i suppose but mike Matheny is allowing this to happen not a good baseball player not a good manager and um yeah go fuck yourself mike Matheny. dude he's gonna get fired quick like i i wonder if he it'll depend on i guess whether they make the playoffs or not but he'll be gone no matter what why would they make the playoffs I mean, you never know. That's a weird division. Not true. I guess Cleveland could fall off. Well, they are they are seven games American. back. <clears throat> they're seven games back, and uh, they're four back in the wild card race. So it's not impossible. But God, I hope they don't make it. Hold on, I need to get something straight real quick. Ben, did you just say that maybe Cleveland will fall off? Yeah, because they're the head of Kansas City's division. So for Kansas City, <laughs> no, we're talking. We're talking about the Cardinals. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was trying to cover Yost. for you by just moving on, but Sorry. Justin Sorry. had to bring us back. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> that's, that's on Wait me. A second. Ben got distracted ben, with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They must have moved. All right. No, that's fine. I, I'm sorry. I'm not, it's not usually like me to call shit out like that. That anyway. was. That's exactly like you. Don't yeah. lie to the grounds crew. <laughs> that's a good point. I love it. All Fuck right. St. Louis. Next. That brings me to my third piece of shit. This is baseball tangential. Fuck you, Cardinals fans, and fuck you, Cardinals organization. You're allowing a lot of very shitty behavior, arguably immoral, slightly arguably racist behavior going on in St. Louis. Um, a lot of crusty white folk out there not being very nice to a lot of the people on the field and off the field. So go fuck yourselves. I can't say anything nice about you. Uh, everyone except John Ham. John Ham, we'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> So I'll, I will allow him to appear and he can refute all the things that I'm saying if he likes. Love I, it. I, I support that as well. I just love to watch this team smolder and burn because everybody's all over their nuts all the time. I, do, I, don't, I don't like that they are, you know, very self-righteous and they're, they play the game the right way and they, they really value their homegrown talent. And then they're just like shitting all over anyone that they can at any point. Dexter Fowler, for God's sakes. I meant to bring that up last show and I forgot, but that is, yeah. He's not having a good season no. and they're not really giving him a lot of encouragement. Right. Let's put it that way. Dexter Fowler? Yep. Does he only play for teams with birds' names? He played for the Cubs. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Ben, you're 0 for 2 right now. That's brutal. <laughs> just swing. Just miss him. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Fourth yeah. piece of shit uh, unrelated to baseball. Papa John's Pizza. Papa John's uh, likes Louisville, also the Cardinals. So yes. <laughs> if you can see, we're 4 for 4 on really just stick it to, stick it to anybody Cardinals. Uh, Papa John's used some, some rather uh, unfortunate words in a conference call that was around sensitivity training. Um, and he has since stepped down as CEO. Louisville's considering removing the Papa John's endorsement of their stadium. Uh, he's just run into a, a real rough patch of opening his mouth and, and shoving his foot in it. So um, go fuck yourself, Papa John. Grow some, grow some uh, I don't know, be better. Yeah. No, that's 100% correct. So I know I've told, first off, I hate Papa John's. Second off. <laughs> I know I've told Justin. <laughs> I know I've oh, told yeah. Justin this, but Sam, are you familiar with my vendetta against Papa John's? I am not, but I'm super glad that I'm stimulated this conversation. <laughs> so, so a few different things here. Uh, first off, like the dude lives in like a four hundred million dollar house. I mean, I guess good for him if he's you know, but he presents this image of he's the guy who's out there slinging the dough and spreading the you know, and really I think he's just parting with jerry jones and putting on blackface and singing renditions of my old kentucky home that being said um papa john's actual pizza is terrible it's too crust heavy i don't mind crust but when you bite it and you pull your mouth away 
the cheese slides off and hits you in the face and it burns my chin every time. And I hate Papa John's pizza and I hate Papa John. And I'm glad that he is no longer part of that company, which I will still hate. Yeah, I love I love all the points that you just made. I like it. Also, just a blazing racist, clearly. Yeah. Well, I, not me, Papa John. <laughs> yes, sorry, Papa. Yes. Papa, not yes. Ben. We don't want to put Ben in that corner. Um, <laughs> nope. Uh, see, that dude's had such a crazy fall from grace in the last, like, year. It all started with that drunk-ass picture that came out of him, and it just is all rolled downhill. Wait, what? <laughs> what picture? There's a picture of him just, like, wasted at a Kentucky game, or a, a Louisville game or something like that with a bunch of frat dudes. Okay. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, in case our lawyers are listening, this is all alleged. Every one of our opinions, they're all just alleged. Everything yeah. is alleged. We can say whatever we want, but we're definitely responsible for all of it. Indeed. Allegedly. Kind of. <laughs> deba- I'd say that's debatable. <laughs> oh, man, that's oh. good stuff. All right. So we are going to do the... You got you're good on the piece of shit corner, right, Sam? Yeah, uh, we said four Cardinals. Um, they were all pieces of shit, and we you know talked at length about why. Love it. All right, um, we're gonna do around the diamond. Around oh, the diamond. diamond. Except we're gonna talk only AL today, and we're gonna talk about teams' needs as we head towards the trade deadline. Love it. Absolutely love it. I'm excited to do this. So we will do the AL tonight, and then we'll do the NL later this weekend, and we have a special All-Star Break episode coming. Can't wait for that. That's right. That's right, cats and kittens. This time, as we go from east to west and, um, well, just the AL, uh, we definitely are going to put a slightly different spin on it, and make sure you tune in this weekend as we go through the NL. And next week, we even have a special guest who is likely joining us can't wait. Back to you, Justin. Can't wait. Say it again. Uh, Back to you, Justin. All right. So oh, you <laughs> let's talk about the AL East first. And let's do this as far as let's leave the Yankees and Red Sox until the end of this. Let's talk about what the other teams are going to do first. How about that? Yeah, I'm down. Sure. All right, cool. Sam, you want to lead us off? Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay, they need to sell um, pitching. They've got some good pitching on their team, and they need to dump it in order to to get some um, probably some prospects for next season. I don't think they're going to buy; they're too far back. Um, but they have talent that they need to unload. They have. Um, I don't think they're going to get rid of Chris Archer, but they have Nathan Evaldi, who's doing really well this season so far. I think he's probably their biggest trading chip. Sergio Romo also doing pretty well out of the pen. I think he probably moves. So. Um... Tampa Bay is going to trade away expiring pitching like Chris Archer, though, for controllable pitching, I think, is the only thing I would I would add to that. So Love it. I wouldn't be surprised so, to see Archer move. The one raise rumor that I keep hearing, and uh, Bleacher Report put something out on it today, is uh, raise catcher Wilson Ramos yep. uh, may end up being an Astros. So the two teams have been in contact, quote, I don't know if that means they're just tweeting each other or if they're just making fun of Papa John's together, but there's some level of contact between Houston and Tampa and anything that makes the Astros better concerns me. That's terrifying. I mean, they have two really good catchers already. They got Brian McCann and Evan Gaddis. So if they add Wilson Ramos, they've got a fucking like triad monopoly. I don't like that at all. No, I don't either. Sam, can your new nickname be Triad Monopoly? You can call me whatever the fuck you want, man. (laughs) Um, All right. Any more thoughts? You call me Chalupa Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Toronto. What do you think Toronto is going to do, Sam? Um, Let's see. I think they're going to try and find a suitor for Josh Donaldson, even though he hasn't had an ad bat. I think they need to find a place for him um, because he'll be, they'll lose control of him shortly. And then they need to call Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I don't give a shit if it's not trade deadline oriented. He has got to play Major League Baseball. He just got back from uh, the DL and got promoted to AAA Buffalo. Yep. And um, I think it's about time that we, we see that man hit baseballs in uh, Roger Center. They need to capitalize on Hap for sure. They need to trade him away as well. Get something for him. He's pitching pretty well. Yeah, the, my one thing to add on this is, I believe it was in episode 30, uh, 
Sam, didn't you go off on uh, Josh Donaldson's calves? Yeah, I think he had 21 and a half days on the DL per leg. Yes. Uh, I just want to point out that as I was listening to it in my car, I thought you said Josh Donaldson's cats. <laughs> like he had two pets that you were just angry about. <laughs> so uh, that's all I have to contribute to talking about the Blue Jays. <laughs> That's about all that anybody's had to contribute to about the Blue Jays all year, though. So it's not really that different. So let's yeah. go to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. So Baltimore, I think, is going to be the ultimate seller. Um, everybody's talking about Manny Machado. I would not be surprised if he ended up in New York, I've heard. Uh, but I would also not be surprised if he ended up... Uh, there was one I was thinking about earlier. Boston. No. He's not coming to Boston. There's no reason for that, really. Um, Devers is on the deal. For 10 days with shoulder inflammation after he fell on it. I'm not worried about him. Um, <laughs> what an idiot. Donaldson's cats get in the way. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing Toronto right now, so it's incredibly <laughs> ironic. Which, by the way, Baltimore is currently sitting at 26 and 67. They are the worst team yeah. in baseball. Yeah, uh, they're going to unload something, but they're not going to be able to unload some of those horrific contracts they've got under underway no i get it man i get it um yeah i most recently i about a week and a half two weeks ago there was a lot of machado um heading out to the dodgers rumors i've heard that um, too. yeah lately i've heard a lot more about the um uh, about the yankees yeah i think you should expect to see zach brighton also get moved um really good closer he get he got back from the dl not re, not too long ago he should be nails once he's you know kind of shaking we're shaking all the rust off is that a the expression yeah. yeah i'm fucking that one up no uh, right. when, once he gets better he'll be really good <laughs> I, I agree he just never can stay healthy yeah he deals with that every single year okay so we've talked about the sellers do we want to talk buyers or do we want to go to another division no. and talk sellers we're how talking, do you want to do this we're talking with? buyers okay we're talking cool. ALE so, still you want to go ALE? you want to go red Sox or yankees where do you want to start uh we can start with the yankees i'm good with that okay cool well what do you think so I think whenever you look at Boston versus New York, you've got to think that Boston's got the upper hand simply because of pitching. So you're going to look to add pitching, I think. I don't know what that looks like specifically. Um, uh, yeah, just from a number standpoint, um, the Yankees currently, um, they have the second best ERA in baseball at 342. Uh, opposing um, or quality starts. They have 53 quality starts are tied for third. By contrast, the Red Sox pitching pretty close numbers. Uh, their team ERA is 3.53 and have 51 quality starts. So you're looking at some relatively close numbers from a team standpoint. I think it really comes down to rotational differences that give Boston the edge. You know who they need to trade for or try to trade for is DeGrom. That would cause absolute chaos in New York, but that's yes. what should happen. Sam, what do you think? If they got DeGrom, that would be crazy. They, yeah. He's arguably one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. Um, he just lacks run support, and he's in on you know the wrong side of New York coin. So no if Boston were to pick him up, that would be crazy. What else do you so think about the Yankees there? Oh, sorry, the Yankees. If the Yankees picked up DeGrom, yeah, that's, I'm, that's yeah. I'm sorry. That would be fucking nuts. Yeah. They don't need any help. I don't want them getting any better. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I guess for him, his family wouldn't have to move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Man. Like, I know that the Mets are going to be sellers, and we'll talk about them this weekend, but I don't know. what What's really in it for the Mets overall? Process. It'd have to be a lot. They'd have to give up a lot to get rid of DeGrom. Because if you believe Jimmy Midtown at the start of the season, he had Justin and I convinced, or at least myself convinced, maybe not Justin, that the Mets were only um, a good injury streak away from, you know, making a, a unique run at it. Let's look at the record and see what we have. I think that's kind of that's the way the Mets have always been, right? They're just too injury prone, and if they could string together some non-injury seasons, um, they could have a shot at it. But it's not really happening. Yeah. So, Ben, you had the Mets finishing second. Oh wait, no, hold on. 
I had them. Well, I forgot. I had forgotten how we wrote this out. So I had them with 83 wins. We all had them at second. 83, 81 for Ben, 89 for Jimmy. So still overshot it. Undershot it. Doesn't really feel good. I mean, anything can happen, but it doesn't really feel good. No, it can't. It does not feel good. You're right. Um, All right. Boston. So there's only one need that they have, and that's at second base. Um, and they could always use a strengthening arm in the bullpen, but they need Dustin Pedroia is not coming back this year, so they need they need somebody at second base, somebody that I think. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I mean, I'm not concerned about it, but I'm concerned about it from a standpoint. They need someone other than Eduardo Nunez playing second, so um, they are going to need to trade for a second baseman. I think a great candidate for that would be Ian Kinsler. Ooh, you think they're going to be able to get Kinsler away from LA? He's on the last year of his deal. Ooh. So, and pretty cheap. I mean, he hasn't had a great season either. So, it would be... for a while. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it would be like you put Kinsler at second, who's serviceable, has playoff experience, all that, and then you can bounce Eduardo Nunez around and give people like Bogarts, Devers, and some of the outfielders a day off and still be able to, to have that kind of flex player that Boston always likes to have. A few weeks ago, you were consistently talking about how you thought Boston was going to make a play for like Beltre or something. So what has shored up your opinion of Boston's third base play as opposed to their second base play? I mean, Devers makes errors, but he hits like he he mashes. So I'm not really that worried about it. Like it's sometimes feast or famine. He's young. He's 21 years old. He's still learning the position and everything, but I still have confidence in him. And I just don't know... The the thing is, I don't know what you would have to give up to get him, and I, I don't trust the hamstrings and all that come playoff time. And like things like I was watching the that series last night, and he walked up, and I'm, this is very unlike him, but just walked up and took two or three straight whiffs at like just bullshit pitches and mm-hmm. just wasn't even, I don't know. It didn't seem like the effort was there to me. And that's very unlike him, for sure. Did you know Boston's on a nine-game win streak right now? Well aware, pal. That's so stupid. Fucking red socks. Fucking great is what it is. Their Fucking socks aren't great. even that red. Just <sighs> kidding. I don't know. <laughs> what? All right. Um, Sam, what thoughts do you have there? None. I think you said it all. I, I thought, I, well, okay, I'm going to take all of what I just said back. I think <laughs> uh, they need some bullpen help, don't they? <laughs> A little bit. But their bullpen's really good. Heath Embry's been good. Matt Matty Barnes has been good. Kimbrell's been nails. I mean... Joe Kelly's always a great setup man, too, if they need it. Uh, I'm not too – I mean, I could always take another hand in the bullpen, right? But I'm not I – I can almost guarantee that they will pick up another person in the Probably. bullpen. You can never have too much. They'll pick up some, you know, a like C or D guy just in case something goes wrong with your Joe Kelly. Yep, exactly. So I wouldn't well, be surprised also, to see that. What would you say the dude was? Heath Henry? Henry, yep. Okay, I thought you said Ethan Embry, the actor from Can't Hardly Wait in the 90s. <laughs> and I was just like, God, that guy can play any role. <laughs> He's got range. And I'm, we're not just talking about it short. Oh, oh that's all right. great. It's fantastic. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I would not hate for them to add a bullpen arm. All right, let's move on to the central. Sam, kick Excellent. us off. Yeah, let's start from the bottom um, and talk about Kansas City and what they could possibly sell. So um, in my mind, they have one big selling piece. I think we talked a little bit about this. They have Mike Moustakis, who last I checked has in the high 50 RBIs, like 18 home runs, solid, solid uh, hitter. And I think he's going to leave Kansas City. No doubt about it. Where do you think he so goes? Where do you think he goes? Yeah. Oh, oh um, I don't know. I'm so bad at this. I heard a rumor about Philly. Oh, that's who I heard about Machado was Philly. That would be something. That'd be real aggressive. They're also after Brighton, so they could be doing a giant deal with the Orioles. Oh, man. I mean, that would be worth it for them, I would think. I wish you would have said they could be doing an Oriole deal with the Giants. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really amused tonight. Wow. Oh, man, this guy's out there chasing butterflies. Um, (laughs) It's been a long week, folks. (laughs) Folks. That's what we get for recording on a Thursday, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think they're going to part ways with someone like Whit Merrifield. I think he is really too much of like a foundational piece for the future that you can kind of keep molding if you're them. Um, John Jay is not worth anything. Yeah. They don't really have a whole lot. Jason Hamill is terrible. I can't believe that he pitched even as well as he did in, in Chicago when he was there. He's got a 6-2-1 ERA, and he's their second pitcher. That's not great. <laughs> yeah. The rumor I heard, um, or I'm reading about now, says three-way trade involving the Mets getting Moustakis, Kansas getting um, Wong, Yorko, or Martinez, and that's about it. I don't know. Three. I don't know, man. This is all just confusing as hell. <laughs> they've got they've got the likes of Salvador Perez and Lucas Duda, who just seem to move teams every like nineteen games. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of them <laughs> don't end up on Kansas City by the end of the month. I was thinking like about that. Paper chains <laughs> somewhere. They'll they'll go somewhere. They'll be like, oh, we're going to San Diego with Lucas Duda, and I'll be like, I'll I'll just say, okay, great. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know he had played for the Royals until I was watching the series before the Rangers with, that the Red Sox played. It's ridiculous. I mean, realistically, though, if the check's clear, and if I'm being hey. paid to play baseball. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um. All right, Sam, who's next? White Sox. Okay. What do you think? Oh, they, they suck. They're not very good at baseball. That's what <laughs> I think. <laughs> do they have pieces? Uh, right. Uh, James Shields, I think, has – he hasn't had a very good season, but he also has – um, pretty good potential, and they could trade him away for to any team that needs like starting pitching help. Um, other pitchers that they have, Carlos Rodon, uh, also high potential, high ceiling guy that they could move. I think he's pretty young in his contract with the White Sox, though. Same with uh, Lucas Giolito. 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 What about Abreu? Abreu, isn't, I think they have him long-term enough to hang on to him. Is that not correct? I think he's oh, got like not. two or two or three years left or something like that. Yeah. The likes of Matt Davidson, who's had a really good um, power year. Potentially they can move him. Um, that's that's the extent of my knowledge of how the White Sox have players. It's really tricky with them because of how young they are. And, I mean, they're just trying to grow and see what they have, it seems like, at this point. I mean, Tim Anderson turned himself into something pretty decent this, this season so far anyway. I don't know if he's like – I don't know what the next level looks like for him, but – I mean, I, I think. I, well, I was just gonna say, I still think that they hold on to that kind of thing. Yeah, I just think that the rebuild, the the rebuild for the White Sox is taking longer than ownership and by proxy the city kind of thought. You know who they need to get in there is their manager is uh, good old Joe. He didn't, isn't doing anything now since he got fired from the Yankees for some silly reason that I still don't understand. Joe. Yep. Joe Madden. Yeah, Joe Madden. <laughs> John Madden. Come on. <laughs> you guys are almost there. Okay. No? I could see Girardi. That. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you want Girardi to go he would never. He's from Chicago. They, he was almost he was he was looking at going there before. They'd put a fucking hit on him. <laughs> what Whoa. Was that some sort of Chicago mob joke? Is that what that was? That's a New York like Yankees. Hive mentality, sort of thought. I don't know. <laughs> they ran his ass out of town for Aaron Boone. I don't know what the. I mean, I don't know what the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Aaron Boone and a bottle of Boone's Farm. Clearly, yeah. Not much to say about the White Sox. All right, who's next? Should be the Detroit Tigers. Sam, thoughts? I don't think they're. I don't think they're selling. Uh, yeah. They're, re- they're in rebuild mode, right? They're not going to move any pieces that they want to hang on to for the next year. They'll move Nick Castellanos. You think so? Yeah. He's hurt right now, but he's hitting 351. No, 305 on base, 358 and 881 OPS on the season. Not bad. I mean, hmm. I guess, like, where's the line? You know, like, where's the line between we know and trust our rebuild and think we're only a year or two away? even though we're garbage, you know, like, where's that line? That's, that's what the Tigers have to be thinking. But they're just starting this rebuild. And I mean, their teams like, and we'll talk about Arizona and everything on the next episode, but like Arizona who are in the exact same position they probably were last year with JD Martinez, where they're going to need to look for another bat. And this is an older guy that you, it's been around a little while that you can get rid of that, 
could potentially help you in your rebuild, assuming that the pieces are there to, to trade for him. Now, I don't know if Arizona is going to have those pieces, but nonetheless, I still think there's value there for a contender. So what if, what if they moved a Jordan Zimmerman who's having like a pretty good uh, season after his return from DL? He's, had, he's strung together some pretty good starts. I think he, he stumbled last night, maybe, but largely he's been pretty good. Him and Liriano, both probably not on long-term deals. They might be able to shift them around. I didn't know that Liriano was still bouncing around this league. Oh, yeah. He's there. I don't think I trust... It feels like Zimmerman's been kind of not a great... I don't know. I never really have been able to decide on him. I mean, he's got a 376 career ERA. It's not terrible. Not at all. I don't know. I guess he was kind of a weird fit with that rotation in Washington originally. So, Yeah. They they might also move, uh, I think it's Shane Green. He's one of their relievers. He's on the DL right this second, but he's been really good this season. Yeah. I've heard a lot of uh, I'd like to throw a hypothetical out there. If Miguel Cabrera was not out for the season, would he be moved and where? What's his contract situation like? I don't know. Two or three years, something like that, I think. I'd have to look. Um, I think he would older. definitely. Yeah, I think he, he is old. I think he'd be on the move, though. He's been there since 2008. My God. Wow. Yeah. My dear God. I'm trying to think of who would need that kind of bat. And and that's the thing is you're not really getting fielding anymore. You're just getting the bat. So you're thinking AL. For sure. But AL I don't know play. of an AL team. I mean, it never hurts um, to add to the Astros. Bats. He's pretty much an Albert Pujols at this point, minus any amount of fielding that Pujols does. It's just you're you're getting a veteran bat and a good clubhouse. Well, Cabrera's not that good in the clubhouse. What do you think about someone like Oakland taking a chance on that? Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. They hit so many home runs already. (laughs) They really do. I don't know why they would do that specifically, but I don't know. I don't know what their game plan is going to be. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But um, All right, let's move on. Tigers don't have a whole lot going on there. Um, Sam, who's next? Who is next? Who even plays in this fucking division? It could be the Minnesota Twins. The right. Twins. They need... Oh, uh, gosh. Shouldn't they... I mean, who isn't a seller besides the, the Cleveland Indians at this point? Yeah, let's just look at that. Look, we don't even really need to go through the Twins because, I mean, <laughs> they're just a mess. Yeah, they could get rid of Joe Maurer. Great. Yeah, awesome. They would never, they would never do that. Not in a billion years. That guy would um, Cleveland the needs bullpen support. They do. Andrew Miller being hurt for way longer than they thought is not helping their situation. Although they're putting up 17. Uh, so they like, it was great. The, the night before they beat uh, Cincinnati 19 to two, they had a, like, they lost, like they went up like five to two in the ninth and then lost. And so the bull, it was like, everybody was like, Oh, fuck the bullpen. And then the bullpen turned around or the offense turned around. It was like, well, fuck the bullpen too. We don't even need it. They fucking put up 17 runs in four innings. So, um, Quite the quite the strategy. They're swinging the bat right now. I don't think they need any help there or in the field. No, they just need they just need pitching. Corey Kluber, is, he's had a couple of weird starts recently. He's kind of been stumbling a little bit, um, but they have they have other good pitchers there. Um, what's that kid's name? Shit, the guy with the long hair. He's really good. Oh, it's um. Blah, 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 blah. It was on the tip of my tongue. Mike Clevenger. Yes, Clevenger. He's been nails. Um, Kluber, obviously, the, the kind of ace of that. I think Kluber is just kind of underperforming expectations. And I don't know. He still is having a productive year. Very productive, indeed. He's He's been really, really steady. Um, but, yeah, he, he has not been dominant the last eight weeks. Yeah, he's really stumbled, yeah, like a month and a half or so, it really feels like. The one thing that... I w- the one person that I wonder if they would consider going out and getting is maybe like a Cole Hamels. I think that would absolutely be a target for the for um, Cole, ha- Cole Hamels. Yeah, I think so. I, think I guess it right on. The question is is what's the back half of their rotation look like, and where would he fit in? Because he no longer is putting up ace numbers, but I bet he would expect to be paid like an well, it's a trade, so it's not a contract year. Yeah. I could see okay, and yeah. it's controllable too. It's I think he's got another year left on his deal or two years, something like that. So it's controllable uh, pitching. 
So I did a little bit of digging because I thought we were going to talk about the Twins, but instead of talking about trade rumors, I wanted to let you all know that there have been eight sets of twins that have played baseball. Excuse me, nine sets of twin brothers that have played Major League Baseball at the same time. No way. (laughs) None of Yes. How many were fraternal? Well, that's what I don't know. Um, <laughs> Damn it, Ben. We're looking for deep analysis. Yeah, we're... I, think, I think Ray Grimes and Roy Grimes. <laughs> were um, There's Ray zero Grimes, chance those are real people. <laughs> Ray Grimes um, was born in 1893. He started playing in the big leagues uh, with the Red Sox. Damn uh, Roy Grimes, who also started playing in 1920. So wait, that's wait, why wait. I think they might be the same age. Let me see when. Hold on, wait. Say the first date again from the first. It's guy? Ray and Roy Grimes. Right, I know who. So, what was the first date on on the first guy? They were born in eighteen ninety. Oh, that, okay. I thought you were saying. I heard. I didn't hear you say born earlier. Okay, got you. Now I follow you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roy only played for New York, and only in nineteen twenty. So the- I can't figure out if they ever played if. Twins ever played on the same team? You could send that down to the interns. They can do some research on that. Also, Jose Canseco is a twin. Did y'all know that? Um, I don't think I did. I don't know that I did either. Hmm. I don't fancy myself a Canseco connoisseur, however. So I'm not a consumer of the AL Central at all. Agreed. Let's talk about the West. <laughs> you don't want me to pull up stats on Ozzy Canseco? <laughs> <laughs> Career four RBIs and a batting average of 200. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it's right in the meaty part of the curve. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Oh, that's All right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's enough derailing. Sorry, y'all. No, Let's go like to the West. No, it's solid. Texas, the Texas Rangers, they have to sell. Yes. So my concern is, is that they're not going to. I think yeah. they have to. I agree completely. I just it feels to me like John Daniels is cursing them to a lifetime of mediocrity, getting no better than out of the baseball doldrums because ownership has him shackled with this idea of they want to be super competitive in 2020 when the when the new ballpark opens. And I don't see that happening unless they do a true rebuild. Guess what? When you do a true re- true rebuild, you got to get rid of some pieces. I I I have nothing to add to that. That was perfect. I yes, agree. I think correct. I mean, Adrian Beltre, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I mean, he's 39 years old. He's on the last year of his deal. I, I don't know why you wouldn't try to move a piece like that. If, if you're this team, I mean, God, I watched them make three or four errors in the game yesterday. For Christ's sakes, they were tripping all over their penises. And <laughs> it just, are you saying they have big dicks then? Yes. Too big of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they are a big dick people. Make no mistake. That can be a curse as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've got to do something. Here. I think Hamels leaves Beltre. I don't think they're going to get rid of Beltre. I think he likes it too much. And he's, I think he'll go into the Hall of Fame as a Texas Ranger. Oh, I know he'll go in as a, a Texas Ranger, but I feel bad for the guy. He deserves a, a ring. Yeah, what would you think about like belts going out to the Dodgers or something? I don't know. I don't know if they really would need it. They, they just... need help. Well, it just seems to me like they could use a another bat with moderate third base potential. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't hurt anything. That's for the sure. Dodgers right now. Yeah. I definitely. I agree. Hurt. Yeah, I think that might that might be a good destination for them. Actually, I was just looking at the standings. The Dodgers are in first for the first time this season. So, <gasps> oh snap! Who said they were going to be in first by the All Star break? This guy, Ben Baseball, in your face, Justin. I don't know. And by you... proxy, Sam. But Sam, you weren't on the podcast when I made that prediction. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We are friends. Uh, Arizona <laughs> has one more win than they do. Uh, they're tied by percentage, but okay. Dodgers are in first. Okay. Okay. I don't think that Ben said that. I don't recall that. I didn't say it at the beginning, like in April, maybe early May, late April, when you were just dogging on them when they were in fourth place. Do I was you blame like, me? 
No, but I'm just saying, man. <laughs> that team was we terrible need, to start. The we game. need to get a court stenographer in here. We yeah, do. Can we one can. of the interns be a stenographer? I thought that's what they were supposed to be doing, Ben. I thought you were in charge of that. Can the interns even spell stenographer? No, what we need is we need to go get the stone tablets. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Outfield record. Yes, they are in your garage. Well, you, you look through those and get back to us by the weekend. How about, like, you know, back to the show on the weekend? How about that? Yeah, I'll go check my hole. It's not a euphemism. Uh, Sorry to derail us with Dodgers talk. I'm Mark, marking the shit out of that. Um, <laughs> Which part? Are you talking about your hole? <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. So, what do you think? Keona Kella. Yeah, I could see that. I think he's out. I think so too. I think that'd be a really good piece for somebody. I would love love that. In Boston. I think it'd be I good wanna, for Boston. Yeah. I agree, but it'd I don't want to pay for it. Well, I don't think we really we're terrible at the negotiating table. You can take him for half of <laughs> Rafael Devers' toenails. <laughs> you could take him for um, Willie Calhoun's shadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good stuff. You um, could take him for someone named Stu Darvish. <laughs> <laughs> also another twin <laughs> yes. what uh it's just you wearing a fake mustache <laughs> i am Stu darvish <laughs> oh what do you think about oakland sam i think oakland uh is good actually i think they're they i think they're gonna make a run at the wild card i, I think that. they're in i think they're in oh in lock it in I think I don't think they're going to make it in. I think they're in the race. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Sorry, now, I don't think do you they'll see them overtaking Seattle. What sort of changes would need to happen from Oakland in order for them to overtake Seattle? I don't think they. Well, day to day, they don't need to make any changes. They're winning really, really well. They're seven of their last ten. They've won two in a row. I think if all holds true, they would overtake Seattle. Now, in terms of acquisitions. Gosh, they're they've got to get some better starting pitching in there. So yeah, I don't know where they, they where might they get. make a play for Hamels. It's possible. It's totally possible that they make a play for Hamels. But what would we get in return for Hamels? I mean, would there anything that we'd want? Yeah, Oakland will trade your shrimp quesadillas. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the yeah. Giants, but still. Um, oh, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're right next door. They sell those there too. Close. There enough. you go. One is not as fresh as the other, though. That's for sure. Um, I have nothing else to add on Oakland either. I think they really could go either way, but it sounds like they're in. Like uh, I've heard that too. So um, there goes my rapid fire question. So what about Houston? <laughs> Just dogged it. Uh, <laughs> well, no, Angels, real quick, and then let's talk about Houston. Angels, yeah, I could see the Angels selling. They're thirteen and a half back, and. If memory serves, they've signed just a string of stupid deals. Like, I don't know how they're not way over budget. I wish that the Rangers had the purse strings of the Angels. There isn't a budget, so they don't have to worry about it. And it's L.A., so such a big market. That doesn't excuse the stupidity, but, sure, you know, it's one of those things. Sam, thoughts on the Angels? I don't think they're going to sell anything. It, it Maybe an Ian Kinsler, I suppose, as we outlined before. But, they're, I mean, the Mike Trout is going to stay there. Otani is going to stay there. Pujols isn't going anywhere. I think they stay stay true to their basically their core. I can see that. When I bet their ownership group, are, they're probably thinking, hey, look, yes, they're fourth place in the division, but they're, they have a winning record, at least as of this recording, 47 and 46. That's not to say that, oh, you just need a winning record, but that means that their team's able to at least be competitive by the time the All-Star break rolls around. So if Houston wasn't such a juggernaut, if Seattle wasn't just winning weird ball games, and if Oakland hadn't been, you know, stringing together some decent differentials, Los Angeles, you know, they'd be in second place if they were in the Central. Yeah, but most teams would. <laughs> I mean... See. The Rangers would be in fourth place. <laughs> Yay! Hey. More victories. <laughs> yeah, man. I Art Marino's an idiot. I don't know what that guy's doing. And Mike Sosha's been there forever. It's just it's a fucking fire, dumpster fire. Um, Sam, what are your thoughts on Seattle? I know nothing about Seattle. I've not watched one of their games. Not yeah. a single one. 
They're gonna have to add starting pitching. I think King Felix is already hurt. Knew that was coming. You just oh, have shit. like a, a like a vendetta against Seattle. I just haven't gotten around to watching them. I swear I've watched a game with every other team except Seattle. Not not on purpose, but I just haven't I haven't watched a single at bat. Hmm. All right. So sorry, I'm pretty useless when it comes to Seattle. They're really good. Everyone says they're good. They're the thing about Justin just brought up King Felix. I feel like he doesn't have much more tread on the tires. What's the dude like? Thirty eight. No, he's a little younger than that. Like 33. Yeah. He's been around a long time, though. Let's see. Maybe that's what it is. What's he in dog years? He's 32. So in dog years, he is... 200 and something. 214. (laughs) 224. Shit. Close enough. All right. It doesn't matter. He's old. I I think that's wrong, Matt. Dan is going to be pissed. He's too old. I'm going to start paying Sam to do my books. <laughs> dog math. <laughs> Good old dog math. Um, all right. Then we get to Houston. What do you think? What do you guys think about Houston? Houston's fucking good. Yep. Their bullpen is good. Their starting pitching is good. All of their hitters are really good. Not, that's not true. Not all of them. They're that's, super strong. I agree. That's the part that really concerns me. They're the second best team in the majors behind only the stupid Red Sox. But the thing about Houston is I don't see where they have needs. Like they could always shore up extra pitching and extra bullpen. But like if I were a Houston fan, I would feel so incredibly confident if the season ended today. And so that's kind of where I'm like, what's the need? I agree. I think Houston is the better team. Sorry, Justin, but. Uh, Boston and New York are in a much weaker division. If you look at Toronto and Baltimore and the number of times they have to play those teams, you swap out a Texas Rangers and like the LA Angels, and Boston's going to have a few more losses, guaranteed. Yeah, but I mean, they're still just as scrappy. I don't know if you can just sort it by records. I think that's a little bit short-sighted. It's not short-sighted. I think it's just kind of how the numbers look, right? No. <laughs> no? What about... um? What if so? I don't think anyone was expecting Houston to go for Verlander last year, right? Like that was that was pretty out of left field, pun yeah. not intended. Well, so I think me, that everybody was pissed that they didn't do anything, and then because they got him after the waiver deadline. That is true. Yeah. Well, I guess to me, like you got to start thinking Houston's. If Houston makes a move, it's going to be like that that surprises everyone. So it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. But it would be very surprising if Houston goes after a huge name, Darvish, Machado, just some sort of landmark towards like, hey, we know we're good. Watch what we're adding and see what happens. We're going to do this again. I'm sure that the Cubs would love for them to try to go after Darvish. Holy shit, they would. (laughs) Yeah, look at Darvish's record in the Astros park. Look at Darvish's season right now. He has barely played. I understand. (laughs) That his arm is being held on, like MacGyvered on with a rubber band and a paper clip. But if you talk about a park where he has history as a strong pitcher, I just think it's a headspace thing. Ah, it's a it's an injury thing, man. Like he's not even going to be healthy. Injury enough. thing, man. Oh my god, what are we for? Uh, speaking of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That was perfect timing. Uh, let's see. All right, Sam, what are your thoughts? Anything else on the Astros? No, I just think they're better than Boston, and I think if you break down the numbers, the, empirically we could prove this, despite your best efforts to say otherwise. I'm not going into all this right now. It's um, okay. Turns on that. Yeah. No, I've got plenty of spreadsheets to make this fucking crank out a number that's going to tell me Justin's a piece of shit. Don't you, you can't put me in that corner, remember? I didn't put you in the corner. You're just on the <laughs> piece of shit wall to be. <laughs> you have a wall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many pieces of shit are you collecting? <laughs> well, if I keep talking with you, it's just going to be one more. Yeah, your apartment <laughs> probably smells terrible. <laughs> uh, my dog did take a huge shit in the bathroom while we were at work today. Oh, oh, oh. at in the bathroom. Like she's very, train. she's very ill. She's the dog oh, is old and not, not doing well. And she's very well trained. So, I, my my she didn't shit in the main areas of the apartment, not like the living area or the kitchen or the bedroom. I think that the dog specifically shit in the bathroom because that is where we shit. Ah. It didn't have 
Clever girl. I, I sure hope so. I'd like to think in my heart of hearts that that is why she pooped in my bathroom today. So yeah. who's older, your dog or King Felix? In dog years, um, that would be my dog. Nice. She's 13. Woo. Good lord. Black, Black Lab. Black Lab. Good old Olive. Don't tell Very Papa sweet. John. God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what an asshole. All right. Cut it. Cut that one. Yep. That's there. Um, all right. So we have one more segment. Everybody's favorite segment. Rapid, rapid fire. fire! Time for rapid fire questions, boys. I'll go first, Justin, because you ruined my other rapid fire question. I've got one for you. Okay. How do you spell lieutenant? Lieutenant? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. No, I'm the worst speller in the fucking world. <laughs> it, um, I was. You got to sound it out. It's like lie U ten ant. L i e u t e n a n t. Perfect. Ding ding ding. Yeah. Nice work, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. Good work, Ben. I'm watching Band of Brothers 4,000 times as Prime and Cold It's on in the background right now. All right, Ben. All right, here we go. This one's going to be for Sam. Sam, would you rather eat oatmeal with Arsenio Hall or commit <laughs> arson with Hall and Oats? That might be the best callback we've ever done on this show. <laughs> That's a callback to an on the break that we did with Justin and I met up with the on the break guys. And that was Justin <laughs> get to know you question is, would you rather eat oatmeal with Arsenio Hall or commit arson with Hall and Oats? Sam? <laughs> Sam, I think you're still muted, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was muted. I'm definitely going Oats with Arsenio Hall because I want to talk to him about filming Coming to America, uh, a classic. Ah, oh, that's good. That's good. I like it. Not his fucking talk show. <laughs> you got a hard one against his talk show? It's just a piece of shit. Okay. About late night at the Apollo. Yep, that's right. Uh, let's see. Justin, you're up. I know. I feel like several of mine have been answered throughout this thing. Are the Royals ever going to win a game? That's going to you, Ben. Uh, yes. As soon as I realize that they're not in St. Louis, I think that the Royals will. <laughs> no, I think that they have a they have a rebuild going on. I think they're going to win thirty five to forty percent of the game of their games total this year. Um, but that's that's really about it. Like, I don't know. Who cares? The best thing that's happened to Kansas City is the World Series and the song by Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. All right, Sam, I've got one for you real quick. Okay. All right. What is going to be the most surprising trade hot stove time? What's going to be the most surprising trade? Yeah. Um, I think the Yankees are going to pick up somebody really big, and we're going to be really angry about it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up Nathan Nivaldi from the Rays. I could see that. That'd be a good pickup for them. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not like electric, but he, he's going to eat a lot of innings. And CC CC Sabathia is kind of that. That's his role right now. And he's not um, going to be able to do that for much longer. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's my prediction. Nathan Nivaldi from, from Rays to Yankees. And then Nathan does really well in the postseason. I bet. Okay. I like it. You think it's right. there long term, or you think it's a rental player situation? I think it's a rental. Yep. Okay. He'll, go, he'll go to Kansas City or some shit afterwards. Join Jason okay. Hamill and the crew. Ben, how many people do the Orioles move this hot stove? Um, as many as can fit in their airplane. But um, <laughs> no, I think uh, I think they'll get rid of some of the the bigger names that we've talked about. But realistically they've been bad for a while so they have to have been developing talent so i feel like any of their they're offloading names and contracts they're not offloading prospects so as a result they'll move less people than you think but they're going to be always in the talks because they're the biggest seller in a seller's market love it i like it does chris davis go anywhere no uh chris with a k no, good, bad Chris with a C. Ah, bad Chris. Chris Cavis. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think from a headline standpoint, absolutely. I think that they just want to, you know, kind of purge their clubhouse of the 
ghost of their terrible baseball years. <laughs> Mark it. Um, Love it. Justin, what type of broom Wait. do you prefer to use when you're sweeping the Rangers? Uh, the push broom. Hold on. <laughs> By the way, they're they're not going to move that Chris Davis contract. It's terrible, and he's had statistically the worst season of any baseball player ever. <laughs> That's not going anywhere. Even worse than Ozzy Canseco? Sure. You'll have to pull the numbers on that. Uh, yeah, push broom. Push broom guy. Big fan. Fair enough. Love it. I've asked two questions. I have as well. I have also asked two questions. So definitely we have finished up with the rapid fire. Make sure to tune in this weekend as we go through our NL trade rumors, hot stove, cold stove, whatever type of stove you want. You can get a gas powered Coleman propane stove, set it up there. We'll be talking baseball. But make sure you check us out. We are all over your social media feed. We are on Twitter at OutfielderPod. We are on Instagram at OutfielderPod. We're on Facebook, the Outfielder Podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at SensiblyLoud.com, your one-stop shop for Robinson Chirino Stonewash Chinos, for blog posts, for podcasts, for all the best stuff in baseball. You heard it here first. Come out and see us. Happy to have you. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. See you next time. Yep, we want to thank everybody for tuning in for episode 32 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with the sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield, and we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. Yeah.